Alright, let's go. Hey everyone, it's your boy Fenyo from the Fight Side. This is the Yearly Prims Podcast. It's August 7th. And we have a busy week in the world of MMA. We have a few announcements, nothing big. And then we'll get into this Saturday card. So yeah, let's talk about some stuff. Uh, PFL have their seventh event. Uh, main event notably was Jesus Pinedo versus Boba Jenkins. Pinedo once again getting a big knockout against uh, somewhat of a big name here in Boba Jenkins, a, a promising prospect for a while now. Though I mean, Boba Jenkins has a bunch of fights already, but but still like a very promising fighter, and Jesus Pinedo puts him out. So very impressive. Um, and yeah, I, mean, I didn't see much of the card. I'm surprised that Chris Wade lost his fight. Impa Kasanga and I fought a 205 and got a big, uh, big knockout against uh, Martin Hamlet. But yeah, I mean, PFL doing PFL stuff. 1FC had uh, a, mo- a much more interesting event. A mixed event, though, not, not fully MMA, so I won't get uh, that deep into it. Uh, main event was great, though. Uh, Shinko Salasov fought Marag Grigorian. And it was a great fight. Uh, Alasov super fast, uh, put in the pace, uh, very good, um, very good outside movement uh, at the beginning of the fight, especially circling out of, especially reading the left hook from Gregorian and sidestepping under it. Good stuff by the Gregorian, starting figuring him out late and started getting the exchanges and winning. Uh, the last round was very, very clear for Gregorian. I thought he maybe had the third. And fourth was uh, fourth was close too, so I think I'm okay with Dallas of win, but I don't think it was like a a super dominant performance to be honest. I think it was it got closer and closer as the fight went on, and Gregorian clearly won the fifth round. But it was a very good fight. If you don't watch a lot of kickboxing, you maybe should look for this one because it was a great fight. Uh, comedy man, grappling, uh, especially Musumeshi against MMA guys. It's not very interesting at all. Uh, once you stop doing this, like the common events of grappling, especially the mismatch, mismatch grappling, it's not fun. Uh, I mean, for me at least, I don't think it's very interesting to see the MMA guy just defending, defending, defending until ra- time runs out or they get submitted. So it is whatever. Uh, Taiwan Chai broke uh, David Skiria arm. That was pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, it sucks for Kiria, but. Tawancha is such a, a ferocious kicker with that rear kick. And Kiria was taking it in the arm uh, the whole night, so yeah. Before that, we have John Lineker fighting Jae Won Kim. Interesting, uh, Kim manages to get top position on the first round. Then Lineker gets a bit of top position. The fight starts getting closer on the feet too. On the second, uh, mind you, uh, one fights are not judged in by rounds they are judged as a whole uh something that i I, i'm on the minority here that i i don't like that to be honest i think if you're going to put rounds um rounds that imply resets and all resets in action and all i think rounds should be scored by themselves every round is a little fight in my opinion uh, if you're going to judge the fight as a whole, just have one, like, 12-minute round or something. You know what I mean? 
I'm not a big fan of the of the whole judging the whole fight thing because it gets very nebulous. Uh, waking in a whole fight, it it gets kind of sketchy. I think it's easier to to hold, to to judge round by round. To be honest. Anyway, back to the fight. Uh, Lineker starts putting the right hook to the body a lot during the fight. Uh, Yewo Kim is still doing decent work, especially with knees, trying to get takedowns. But Lineker started putting the pressure. And then when... I think it was four seconds left, Lineker just catches him with a classic Lineker. Right hook to the body, left hook to the head. Uh, puts him down, follows up with the ground and pound. Good stuff. Uh... Uh, before that, we had Supergirl for the Spanish girl Lara Fernandez. It was a good, a good fight. Um, it was, it was not Muay Thai. It was kickboxing, by the way. And the maybe the most important fight of the event, uh, Rook Rook fought Buchecha. And yeah, Jiu Jitsu is a fraud. Buchecha got to top position on the second round after getting the ever living shit bit out of him on the first. And he could not win the fight. Rook Rook, to, to his credit, a lot of a lot of fouling, uh, grabbed the the shorts and the the gloves a lot. But I think that's allowed if you're exposing Jiu Jitsu as a fraud. Um, we'll get into why MMA fighters are the actual good grapplers in the world, but we get into that later. Uh, I mean, we get into that now because the, we have a UFC. We were all super hyped for Sanhagen versus Font, and it was not a very exciting fight. Uh, Sanhagen cosplaying as a wrestler here. Uh, first round comes, Sanhagen gets a takedown. Font does all the rough Font stuff, the butterfly hooks, the elevations, uh, trying to wrestle live from half guard. Their Kimura uh, actually got up to his feet with the Kimura in the first round. And then after that, like, Sanhagen just figured his bottom game up. Uh, I mean, he, f he managed to to stay on top without a lot of damage, so that's why it wasn't a great fight. And Rob Font stayed on defense, looked awful here. Um, Font never been uh, like an impen impenetrable uh, defender of takedowns, but uh, his get-up game has been very solid. But here he got very complicated by the length of Sanhagen, I think. I mean, Sanhagen obviously making big improvements to his stock control and his wrestling. So that's solid for, for Corey. But yeah, Font couldn't get back to his feet. He didn't take many risks to, to give Sanhagen submission attempts. Uh, he didn't try to turtle, to give up his back, to have more chances. Even in the last round, Font was just content to keep, like... Fishing for the for the butterfly hooks, the kimuras, the guillotines, and try to get up from there to no avail. So Sanhagen wins a very dominant, unanimous decision there. Sanhagen said um, he hurt his tricep or his elbow in the first round, and that's why he wrestled so much. I think he wrestled a lot in camp because uh, if you remember, this fight was supposed to be Sanhagen versus Umar Magomedov originally. So maybe he decided to put to use offensively all that wrestling that he did, uh, that he expected to use defensively originally, I think. But good good win for Sanhagen. It wasn't an exciting fight, but I mean, it's a it's a dominant win and a clean win against Rob Font. And not many can say that they can accomplish that. 
in the co-main we have Tatiana Suarez versus Jessica Andrade. Um, not not a very good fight. Um, Andrade obviously uh, very past it by this point. You can tell. Um, but she was starting to get going on the feet a little bit. But Suarez was doing good stuff with the takedowns. Uh, Andrade uh, stole a few of the takedowns using her strengths, catching other hooks and and good scrambling by by Andrade. But but yeah, the thing with Andrade is that she looks for the underhooks and turtles. Uh, Suarez very good from the front headlock, and that's how the fight ended with a guillotine. Uh, she she found a, a, a guillotine while Andrade was uh, scrambling back to her feet. Uh, so good for Suarez. Uh, not many interesting fights for Suarez, to be honest, uh, in the division. I I would say just wait for the title shot or make or make her fight Dern. I think those are the only interesting fights, to be honest. Those are the only ones that I would be interested to to watch right now. Uh, so good for Suarez. Uh, uh, her striking. I mean, she she was doing good stuff with the with the left body kick, but she was looking sketchy a lot. Uh, but she's a great wrestler, so she probably doesn't have to deal with anyone on the feet. Before that, Dustin Jacoby uh, fought Kennedy and Seshuku. Uh, and Seshuku came out with a very heavy pressure, like not a lot of volume, but staying right in the face of Jacoby. We were all expecting uh, Seshuku to shoot for a takedown, but Dustin Jacoby just nailed him with, uh, with the right hand, straight right, beautiful, uh, after getting hit himself, so... So yeah, I mean, good stoppage, I think, and Seshuku looked pretty out. Uh, he, he was trying to prove position, but you can tell by the way he was covering up, he was pretty fucked up there. Uh, Diego, Diego Lopez fought Gavin, Gavin Tucker. I curse Gavin Tucker making a video about his cool clinch game. We didn't see any of that here. Uh, they have, like, non-exchanges on the feed. Then Gavin Tucker decides to shoot from way outside. Uh, still gets a somewhat of an entry on the single leg by Diego Lopez just... Uh, jumps his other leg around and gets into a triangle. Starts fighting for the armbar. Uh, Gavin Tucker gets out of the armbar. He had a, an arm inside, so the triangle wasn't that dangerous there. But as he was uh, getting out from the original armbar, Diego Lopez gets him into a, gets the full triangle there. And as Gavin Tucker is defending now the triangle, he then gets the armbar. So the cool stuff for Lopez. We all know he has a good guard and he put it to good use here. Uh, good action fighter for 145 and it sucks for Gavin Tucker. He's still like only three losses in his record. So the, the problem with Tucker is that he's pretty old. But yeah, hoping the best for Tucker. He had sur surgery on both shoulders uh, going into this fight. So that sucks. Hopefully he can... He can be active because he he haven't been able to be active at all as a UFC fighter. He's he's been fighting less than one fight per year on average. Uh, still, you should check out the video I made about Gavin Tucker. Uh, it it is called Gavin Tucker's Clinch Tactics. It's good stuff. Uh, for Diego Lopez, excited um, to see him fighting more in the featherweight division. Before that, Tanner Bowser fought Alexa Kamor. Uh, I missed this fight. Apparently, Bowser beat the shit out of Kammer. Uh Can't tell you. Ludovic Klein fought my countryman, Ignacio Bahamondes. Very good performance by Klein. I was expecting Klein to win here. 
Uh, I think Bahamondas will have trouble with the athletes of 155, especially those that can actually strike with him. Uh, Klein here was like clearly the faster, more powerful guy, and also like getting to takedowns pretty easily just based on physicality, speed, and power. Uh, but yeah, good performance for Klein. I think Klein looked very tired on the second round, but he managed it well. Uh, Bahamondes couldn't get going against someone that has like striking skill and was faster than him. Uh, he could not put on the on the volume that he needed. Uh, the takedown defense looked pretty lackluster here. Um, so yeah, I mean a step a step up in competition that was deserved for Bahamondes, I would say, but a test that he clearly did not pass. Before that, we had Tyler Phillips versus Honey Barcelos. Uh, very close fight, to be honest. I think Tyler Phillips got even a 30-27 that I think it's very dumb. Uh, first round, uh, it was close on the feed, but then Phillips lands a straight right hand, drops Honey. Honey does, doesn't look hurt at all there, to be honest. And I'm not, not saying this because I like Honey. And uh, then Honey won, like, the last the last minute of the round, he was beating, like, Kyler Phillips pretty well. I, I think that that round probably still goes to Phillips. Uh, I, I I think I would need to rewatch the the knockdown. I'm not sure how clean of a knockdown. I think Honey was moving backwards and he kind of tripped. I'm not sure. A uh, second round was close. And uh, then third round, it was all Barcelos, to be honest. Like, Phillips was moving on the outside and trying to to get the like, big stuff going, but Barcelos finally put the pressure together on the third. Um, so yeah, it's whatever. It sucks that Howney got all so fast. A uh, very cool fighter. For Phillips, uh, still concerning that he doesn't have the gas tank to fight like super, to fight hard three rounds. He's, especially at the level that he is, he's still kinda inexperienced. So, but yeah, these and the Paiva fights are like, you don't want this guy to fight anyone with a good gas tank that can push hard late into fights. Carson Harris uh, against Jeremiah Wells was a pretty silly fight. Uh, Wells showing tremendous strength and cool top position with the cross race rides and stuff like that. Um, he was dominating the whole fight and not with a lot of damage though. Uh, a few spots here and there of big round and pound but not much. And on the feet he was trying to decapitate him. But then on the third round, he tries to just force a takedown from the clinch. He drops down to to the to the legs, and Carson Harris finds the anaconda chokes. He's pretty good with that. Uh, I think this is the third of his career. But yeah, I mean, good for Harris. Uh, both these guys are pretty promising for 170. The problem is that both are 36, I think. Uh, so yeah, I mean, welterweight continues to be cursed. But this was this was a silly scrap. I think it was fine. Billy Quarantillo versus Damon Jackson was a great fight. Uh, Damon Jackson came out on fire. Uh, he was nailing Billy, especially with the cross counter over the top. Uh, Quarantillo was not like getting rocked, but you can tell he was getting affected by those right hands by Jackson. But then uh, Quarantillo started getting going, and one very cool stuff that Quarantillo did in this fight landing huge uppercuts from the clinch, like, and not like a like just like close quarters and going ham to the body and I think that started tiring Damon Jackson. Damon Jackson showed big heart in this fight. He never gave up, he was still trying, but you can tell that the body was hurting, he was getting tired and Billy Guarantillo is such a dog, man. 
It, it's just that you don't want to get into ugly fights with this guy. He's He pushes so hard, his shin's so good. I mean, he's super tough, and he goes hard to the body, he has tricks, and... And yeah, I mean, Quarantillo is a, is a delight to watch, man. Not Maybe the, the ceiling is not the highest, but he's so fun to watch. He's a fucking dog. <laughs> Cody Dorden beat Jake Hadley. Closer fight, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think Hadley had the right idea out of pressuring, of still kicking. He wanted to fight like he was not scared of the takedown. The problem is that he was, in fact, scared of the takedown. Uh, he was not letting the hands go at all. And uh, Cody Dorden was, and then they got into wrestling exchanges, Hadley, uh, a lot of wrestling of his own, I think he was like uncomfortable on the feet against Dorden because of the of the pressure of the takedown, and maybe he had uh, Dorden in a very deep armbar in the second round, so maybe he felt like he was the better grappler, I don't think he was the better grappler, to be honest, especially, you don't shoot bad takedowns against a wrestler, uh, so yeah, Cody Dorden is solid, man, Cody Dorden is good. Uh, he's very annoying, I don't like his style at all, but, but he's a good fighter. Uh, tough for Hadley, but he's, he's still inexperienced here. He he probably bounced back. Hadley has a very cool style, I like him. But yeah, I mean, hats off to Durden. He gets the job done in most fights, so good for him. Shangutsan fought newcomer Dennis Bushuksia. And Woodson beat his ass, man. It was cool to watch. Uh, with the bodywork, with knees, even with takedowns. I mean, it was showcase for Goodson. Uh, Dennis was very tough, but but yeah, he he got watched. He was very tough, and he was still trying to get things done uh, late in the third round. That was impressive because he was hurt a lot of times during this fight. But yeah, I mean, good win for Goodson. Uh, I think I like Goodson now. He's cool to watch. He has a a unique style. I like fighters with unique styles that get are successful, so that's good. And the opener, the opener was a newcomer, Asual Mabayev, against Ode Osborne. And now Mabayev looks solid here, especially with the wrestling. Um, athletic and powerful, so good addition. It's good that we, we started to get more wrestlers at 125. Uh, who are they matching him up with? I don't know, but it was... It was a solid performance. I mean, Ode Osborne is a good fighter. A uh, few fine announcements before we get into next week. Uh, Johnny Munoz will fight Aurishi Lang. Uh, both guys coming off losses. Uh, Johnny Munoz, that weird performance where he pulled guard a lot and got his ass kicked. <laughs> and Aurishi Lang. Was Aurishi Lang the one that got knocked out by Sahabi? I think so. Yeah, it was. Originally, like solid. Um, I thought he was going to win that fight, to be honest. But but Sahabi is, is better than I give him credit for. But yeah, this one, unless Johnny Munoz decides to pull guard again, and I don't think so. I think he was probably injured or something in that fight. Uh, this one should be a fun scrap, to be honest. David Dvorak will fight Atsuro Tyra, and this is like the right amount of um, of a step up in competition for Tyra. But I don't think it's a very complicated matchup for him. I think Tyra will win this one. Uh, Dvorak, since losing his for the first time in the UFC, has not looked uh, the same. He looks pretty unsure of what he wants to do. I think he his confidence took a big hit. I think Dvorak is still a good fighter, but he's not as he's not as good as he should be. 
because uh, he has skills, he has decent athleticism, but he's pretty aimless outside and he, he loses focus during fights. Uh, yeah, I'm expecting Tara to win, but it's a good it's a good step up in competition for sure. Um, Lando Banata was supposed to fight to fight Terence McKinney this uh, Saturday, and Mike Breeden will step in. It is whatever. Uh, Brian Bartle will fight AJ Fletcher as for like prospects. Uh, in between quotes, at one seventy, this is very interesting. I'll be watching it for sure. Uh, interesting to see what Fletcher' approach will be. If he'll try to strike, he'll try to wrestle. Uh, Battle obviously pretty much solidified as a striker right now, so should be an interesting bout. Uh, Bill Aljo will fight Alexander Hernandez. I'm guessing this is 145. I'm not sure, but but should be a good one. And it's like Hernandez is getting like a, an easier an easier version of the Quarantillo fight here to prove again, you know, at 145. If this is 145, uh, and I think he probably wins this. Like Algio is still has the it's very similar to to Billy Q to be honest. Uh, he's nasty in all phases. He can push pace, but but he doesn't weaponize the pace as much. Uh, so I think Hernandez' uh, firepower might carry him to a victory here. And Miles Jones will fight Dan Argueta, and that one should be a fun fight. And that one should be good. That was happening on September. Uh, lastly, Fernando Padilla will fight Kyle Nelson at 145. Interesting to see this new Kyle Nelson that is kind of boring, but actually win fights. How he does against uh, someone like super long and dynamic as Padilla. Uh, Nelson maybe has the tools to to get to his wrestling and the clinch and neutralize the newcomer here. I mean, they're not the newcomer, like the prospect, the, the up-and-coming fighter. Contender Series is back this week with five fights. I mean, I don't know anyone here. I have no idea. So if anyone wants to hide me, out, hide me on any of these prospects, you're welcome to do so. But, but yeah. I guess I'll be watching, maybe producing some content about it. We'll see. And then we have the UFC on Saturday. It's Luke versus Dos Anjos. Very weird main event. Both guys looking so passive, especially late. I mean, Dos Anjos has been looking solid, I guess, lately. Luke has been looked so watched lately. I guess he looked better against um, Neil than he did against Mohamed, but... And then we had all that stuff about the, the brain bleed that Luke had. So I'm just hoping both guys look decent here. Um, if Luke cannot defend takedowns, uh, Dos Anjos might have a, a, an easy win here, especially because Dos Anjos is Salpa. The co-main event uh, breaks my heart because these are two of my favorite fighters, but should be a good one. Uh, Coop Swanson goes back to 145. He fights Hakim, me Hakim Dawadu. And this one should be very exciting on the feet. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm on board for this one. I mean, I don't like it, but it's going to be a good fight. It's going to be a good fight. I think uh, Swanson is like past it enough. But I mean, he's past it, but I, th- I, th- I still think he's a good fighter enough to um, give us a good fight against Hakim here. Uh, Khalil Roundtree is welcoming Chris Docos to light heavyweight. 
whatever. I mean, should be they should bang, and that should be fun. Uh, Poliana, Poliana Viana is fighting Yasmin Lucindo, and those girls are going to scrap as well, so it should be fun. Uh, Tafon Shukwi is dropping to middleweight, and he's fighting, fighting AJ Dobson. Uh, wishing success to Nshugui, I think he's cool. And I think uh, 185 should be a better weight class for him than 205 for sure. Uh, talking about middleweight, Josh Friend is fighting Jamie Pickett, whatever. Uh, Marcus McGee, who looks who looks super solid in his UFC debut, and he was short notice too. He's fighting JP Bass, and Bass had had it rough. And I'm not expecting um, Bass to win here either. So rough, man. I don't know. JP Bass is not a bad fighter, but I don't know. He lacks some. He lacks something. I don't know. Terrence McKinney is fighting Mike Breeden, as I said. Uh, McKinney should grab an easy win here, get back on the winning column. Francis Marshall is fighting Isaac Dulgarian, and I do not know these guys. Maybe I, I've seen them fight, but I don't remember. Josh Parisian and Martin Budai will maybe have the worst fight of all time. Maybe not, because to be fair to these guys, that I dislike a lot both, but they fight at a pretty high and consistent pace for heavyweight, so chance of being a good scrap, to be honest. Uh, there's a chance there. Uh, Montserrat Conejo Ruiz is fighting Jacqueline Amorim, and that one should be fun, too. And Juliana Miller is fighting Luana Santos, and that's whatever. Uh, so, yeah, no, uh, we're getting uh, not not as an exciting week this time around, but you gotta keep pushing on the world of MMA, you know, guys. For our Patreons, we have a poll up to decide uh, what RDA fight I'm going to make an alternate commentary on. So please vote, those of you. If you want to vote, you can join our Patreon for $3 and get access to a lot of content. And we're putting new content up. Now you can get to decide what kind of content we're going to put up too. So yeah, watch for that. For free, I'm probably going to do a little video about Lucas left hook and darts choke. Maybe I'll try. Uh, maybe a review of the Contender series as well. I try to get more content out because we need more content, guys. Uh, the site has been a bit lazy lately. I'm sorry about that. But we'll try to push forwards from here on. And before leaving you guys, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor. X Martial is a combat sport brand dedicated to supporting the Jiu-Jitsu community. Their goal is to create a fun training environment with unique and exciting designs and promote the gym culture we all love. X Martial offers a range of products including rash guards, shorts, spats, keys, streetwear, and training equipment. Use code THEFIGHTSIDE to get a 10% discount on your order now. That's THEFIGHTSIDE, all uppercases, no spaces, and for the best deals and discounts, sign up to the mailing list and follow them at all their social medias at X Martial Official. So thank you X Martial for sponsoring our content. And uh, that's it, guys. Remember, support us on Patreon if you want to support us directly. Buy something from X Marshall if you want to do it indirectly. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, both. We have both channels. Uh, it's kind of confusing, but just subscribe to both. Uh, check out the Gavin Tucker video. I know he lost, but it was a cool. It was cool. And watch out for the RDA alternate commentary for Patreons and on YouTube for the Luke uh, video coming later this week. I wanna watch you 
I'm against seeing watch you guys. I won't watch you. I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.